Welcome to the Fab Four Free-for-All. And welcome to another edition of Fab Four Free-for-All, the weekly all-talk Beatles and related radio show on the internet, or in other words, podcast. But nobody has to hear that because podcasts get such a bad rap. But anyway. Don't worry, it won't hurt you. It's not a pod. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, sometimes I think you are. It's like the invasion of the body <laughs> That's snatchers. That's where it's going. You, I know. You think they could have came up with a better term than podcast. You know, I know it comes because of iPod, but you know what? You, we, I hate it. I hate the reference to I anything. Damn it. No I references. I, I, I. What about I, 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 I Claudius? I Claudius. I hate it. I hate it. It, it I was started by better. Apple and see Apple. Uh, anything I with the word I in it, let's just Nothing ban. with I. Every I. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Rant so, over. It wasn't even. We didn't even start the show, and he's ranting. My God. Anthony's in a good mood today. I think uh, we could maybe get a classic rant out of him before the end of the. We day. just did, and we that didn't even start yet. Was even, look at Anthony. He's, he's smiling. How he's can they happy. look at Anthony? <laughs> I'm looking at Anthony. He's not smiling. He's smiling. He's coughing. He's, he's dying. He's dying over here. Now, here we go. Uh, seriously, this is going to be a really fun show. I think because. You know, we've talked about the solo era, and we're going to talk about the solo era today. But uh, by the way, my name is Mitch Axelrod, and joining oh, yeah. me, as always, has or has been. Has been. The show's already over. Thank, no, thank no, you very much. No, right. I just called Rob a has been. No, 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 quickies. no. I, I never was. That's Mitch Axelrod. There you go. No, uh, and joining me are <laughs> Rob Leonard and Tony Trigorno. Hey, smiling Tony hey Trigorno. Just Hi look there. at him. Oh, uh, anyway, today the, the topic is kind of fun, and we, we know you're going to enjoy <laughs> it. What are you laughing about? I don't know. This is the second show recording today. We're just having too much fun. <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> I'm just We're kidding. We're having so much fun tonight. <laughs> Rob's about to We're die, so hold on. We're laughing our asses off. <laughs> if only that were true. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Cheeky. I'm cheeky. Today, the topic is going to be Beatles solo singles that should have been. I know in the past we've done Beatles singles that should have been. Right. But this is different because... We're going to sort of make it a different slant. We're going to say the solo singles that should have been that maybe would have helped either the career of the solo Beatle or an album of the solo right. Beatle. You know, we're not just going to say, that's a good song, it should have been out. Or that's, just something that we felt, well, in a way it is that, because it well, could also be that. missed opportunity in that, terms of yeah. musical trends at the time, whatever we felt were like, wow, how did they not notice this one? Correct. Well, well this one was a and, single. And then also the Beatles just released something on iTunes as an official thing called Beatles 4. Uh, uh, Beatles and, for ripoff. I'm and, sorry. And sorry. it was well, it was for free, so it's not a ripoff. For free, right. For free. Sorry, I meant free, and not ripoff. It's one song each from each solo Beatle. It's Love from John Lennon, Call Me Back Again from Wings. Now we know why they did it. Right. Because well, at the time of this recording, they were going to put out the reissue of Venus and Mars. Right. The George track is Let It Down Let from it All Thank Things you. That's Pass. It. So Ringo's was Walk With You. Which is, I'll walk with you, but... You which know. is, to me, the best choice out of the four. I don't think so. They chose, like, four early the, Apple stuff. Right, right. And all of a sudden you get Walk With You, which right. is from later Brinko. But it has nothing to do with the Apple releases. I, I, I know, but... So. Yeah. Anyway, what we're doing is... It's our own version of it. Sort of. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're going to say one or two from each Beatle... They could that have called we, that Four by the Beatles. That would have been funny. <laughs> a throwback back to the Capitol. Yes, but if you noticed on that, they don't use the word Beatles anywhere. It's John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Yeah, I know. I Nowhere on it does it say the Beatles. That's true. So, But we are going to talk about one or two songs from each Beatle that we think could have helped somehow or that we really thought was a missed opportunity. So I cheat and in a few instances have three. I'm letting you know in advance so I am not scolded. Well, we know you cheat all the time. I do. So we're going to start with... Three for each? I break the rules. No, just three no, for two. No, 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 no. Um, what we're going to do is, and we, and we have to make this a little bit of it in order here, because we're going to start with one Beatle. Each one of us will do it, and then we'll go to the next Beatle. Because if we, if we start doing, well, yeah. Paul and John... Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Tony, why don't you yeah. talk about your, your Paul solo singles that maybe should have been to either help or missed opportunity or such. Yeah, and we're going to also obviously explain why or yes, what the are. context is. I have three. Th McCartney is one of the ones that I have three for. You have my pen. Can I have it? No. Oh, yes. Rob has my pen. Rob has your pen. It reminds me of the T-shirt wow. that's my pen is broken, but if yeah. you read it quick. Very nice. Um, <laughs> for me, when it comes to Paul, I think that one of the missed opportunities for him was pulling a single from the first solo album. Yes. 
And so, and I'm not going to say maybe I'm amazed. Okay. Um, but you could have because maybe I'm amazed was done live and released in 77, but if it was released here, maybe you would have chosen a different single. So so go ahead. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't really do Maybe I'm Amazed in the 72 and 73 tour, did he? He did. I believe. No, that, not, I, not 72. I, no, but no. I, I thought I had heard it earlier. He did in one hand clapping. Oh, right. Thank you. That's okay. when he started to do it. And, and actually, the arrangement's a little different, and that's on band on the run, bonus tracks. Right. Right. So Yeah. So, I mean, for me, the single track from this one would have been Every Night. Yes, I actually have that. Uh, do you, yeah, I mean, I think Every Night would have made for a great lead-off single from Paul. I think that at the time with the whole argument of whether or not Let It Be and the Paul solo album were going to be released on the same day, the competitive aspect of that, uh, first of all, I think, could it have exacerbated the Beatles' problems with one another? Possibly. Why? Well, you would have not just had Paul putting out an album simultaneously with a Beatles release, but you would have had Paul actually competing, potentially competing in the singles Single. charts. Now, at the time, I think Long and Winding Road and Let It Be were released from Let It Be. Yeah, well, so, Let It Be had already come out. So. Right, Long and, and, and Long and Winding Road was a little bit after, yeah. but yeah. he would have been competing on the charts, but he's competing album-wise. Maybe yes. he did that on purpose so he wouldn't compete in both charts? Well, that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking, and he actually would have been obviously in a sense, competing with himself. Not really. Well, yeah. Yeah, with his own fan. vocal. You know, uh, I mean, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a Lennon A side he would have been competing with. It would have been a McCartney A side. Had it be been, listen, with. I, th- I he think. he was so angry about that song. No, but had it been. True too. Had, True too. Had Across the Universe been released as a single from Let It Be? Yes. Paul would have definitely put out something from McCartney. Yeah. I've got to agree with you that, on that. I, I think it's part of it. I think he through just a wanted brick through my window. Yeah, I'm right. going to put I out. I think not putting out a night. single from the McCartney album was his way of saying I'll back off a little. Well, that's part of it. But I think he he wanted a soft open. Um, mm, not I, Paul. I don't know. Uh, if, if, if you everything look, we've heard about Paul being very unsure of himself. It, oh, maybe because and being you know. Because, but then you put out another day as your first single. But that's a year later. Year I understand later. it is, but talk about soft. Hello. Yeah. Well, it's also, you're really on your own now at this point. I mean, 1970 was different than 1971 for Paul. I and mean, you have to wonder whether or not there was still the thought in the back of his mind that maybe we will still rectify yeah. the differences. Right. So let's not screw it up. I, they're already yeah. mad at me because I'm the only one with Eastman. And but the the, at the same time, he ends up being very correct about everything about Alan Klein. He absolutely so. did. In hindsight. In hindsight. But you know he what? Knew it. He knew it he then. He knew it. Well, he yeah, did because he like, had smart representation. Right. And they only didn't because John was- Well, they And, and if, yeah. if the other three had listened to just any member of uh, the Rolling Stones- Right. Who signed away everything up to whatever to get out of their contract- Right. I so, mean, history shows Alan Klein was not good for no, anybody. not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Well, he was good for Alan Klein. Yeah. Well, of course he was. And Ron but, B. Klein. But <laughs> Every Night, for me, definitely was a, a lost opportunity for Paul to have really- totally Coming strong for that first album. Totally agree. Beautiful single. And and if you think um, about what's going on musically at the time, a lot of acoustic, uh, the band is coming up then. It's a very acoustic time, 1970. Yes. And every yeah. night would have fit into that time maybe a little better. It would have fit than, in with Crosby, Stills, Nash, right. and Young. It would have fit in, you know, it would have been a nice. With the Carly Simons. With the Carly, Carly Simons. Was not yet. Yeah, not yet. Well, she was a year or two yeah. away. But still, I think but that James, sound was taking over. You're right. Yes. James Taylor was a yeah. You know, had a year to get to what Sweet but Baby. All James of those out. people yeah. would. Well, you know what? It was was uh, and this is a weird one. But was Sundown by Gordon Lightfoot out yet? That's that was later. Seventy one or seventy two. Yeah, only because it's a similar but, but that feel. Whole feeling that it starts. Yeah, then. Sundown has a similar feel right. to Every Night. Right. Actually, it's the only reason. So why it would have. But put it this way, it wouldn't have been out of place on the radio. No, and I think it would have been a beautiful single. For yeah. Yes. And it doesn't uh, matter what he put on the B-side of it. It could be no. Queen of Corey. Right. Who are you? Well, it's funny you say that because I was going to say, do we have to throw out the B-side? Because, you know, you really do every night and you back it with junk. Yeah. And also, too, you know what you're doing what in do you a way? you put out junk as an A-side at that point? Uh, no. No. See, the, no. the problem with McCartney no. is there are two songs that stand out. It's Maybe I'm Amazing Every Night. The rest of it is... A lot of it's well, see, I love "Man, We Was Lonely." But that's like, not that's a single. single. No, it's that's not. not. You're absolutely right. They're album tracks. Yeah. Yeah. They're good ones. I love them. But you know what's interesting though? 
think about that too. You put out every night and you put out junk. And whether or not the Beatles even had this much of a memory, but it's a tiny bit of a middle finger because those are two of the tracks that got rejected from the Beatles. Every night? Yeah, sure. They screwed around with it. There's uh, Let It Be, period. Right, Let It yeah, Be. Yeah, but it, it's arounds. not, I mean, obviously not that Teddy Boy would have been a single, but that would be the one that really, yeah. they tried that a lot. Yeah, yeah, they tried that a lot. Much more Too than every much. night. Well, yeah. Yeah, he beat them to death with that What's one. Every night on but, that, the time when he would come in early before the Beatles and he'd be practicing... Is, is that where there's also a couple I, things I love you they play around you. they play around with every night there's like them, him doing that into this little thing called like little Eddie about a dog there you go Eddie right, right, Eddie right, you right. dog and he's they're horsing around like during baby, one of sessions baby. so that's one the next one for me I still think this album as an album is a bit of a disaster but I think it would have saved it and it would have maybe gotten him out of for me anyway the Oh, Christ, Paul, please stop doing what you're doing rut that he was in with, like, Say, 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 where I wanted to actually climb into my radio and just and yeah, yeah, and just actually just, just punch him about the face and neck. Well, you know? the man was almost a single, so. I know. Please, don't get me started. Mm. But, but you know my take on Pipes of Pope Peace. But Pull Keep Undercover as a single. And now you've taken him into... The more modern sound. You've the brought techno. him in. The techno, it's 80s, but to me, it's got a great time. The, then I'm gonna pick. It starts off deceptively. And then, boom, right. and then bam. It's got a little ELO going and, on. And, it's got a and little. Actually, that song could have been remixed too. That could have had a, like a little bit Ooh. more. You know, because remixes were very big in 80. Yeah, but you know what? Does, yeah. does, think about it. Because it starts off with a love, I'm gonna. Does everybody go, oh, here we go, Schmalty Paul, and not even give it no, a chance? No, think about a lot of how the the new wavy tracks sometimes started with flourishy things and then went into the dance beat. Yeah, but this or is a very long intro as Or maybe slow. you cut the intro out since it's a single. And no, you can't cut no, that No, you intro. can't because it's part of the song, really. it's it, It's got vocal and everything. It's you can't start the song with... Well, that's what I would start. No, yeah, you need, uh, but I think it would work. I could see, have seen LIR playing it. I, actually. I, I always said Keep Undercover is one of the best things on Pipes of Poop. Yeah, LIR, by the way, was a progressive radio station here in New York. Well, so well, actually, that point, had, played, had been playing New Wave. Yeah, they were they, daring they were to be different. different. Yeah. Different. So, hi, Dennis. Anyway, so uh, they're doing Dare to Be Different, and they so were playing that's that. That's a good choice, Keep Undercover. Keep Undercover. So I'm, now I'm going to toss this out. My third one. Oh, and what would be the B side? The Man. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what would have been the B side? The B. <laughs> the B side would have been the other me, only because that's the only other song Actually, I like he, on that he, album. He probably had a lot of stuff left over. I, I think he, he had a ton was... of stuff in there. And but, see, I'm not even going. But what for would B-sides. he have done? Would he have done Boil Crisis as no. the B side or something like who no, knows? No, that'd but, be great. <laughs> but anyway, okay. I'm not even doing B sides by the way. I'm just doing, doing it for fun. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> next one. Next eight, one is uh, 1985. Really quick, Stranglehold. From Press to Play. It was a single. It was a single. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Angry was a single. No, it was not. Stranglehold. Angry was a promo single. That's right, promo single. Uh Uh-huh. Stranglehold had a picture sleeve, too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's so funny because I- It's a picture sleeve. I I I I own it. And a video. And a video. And I kept thinking that it's angry. No, it's- So I'm going to delete that whole- No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to delete that whole segment. I'm going to leave it in and let people know that sometimes even I- Make mistakes. Oh my God! Always. So I'm humbly going to sit in the corner now and thank God. Be Ringo we're on the cover with you. of Beatles. Okay, Mitch, you to me now. <laughs> no, go ahead, Rob. Do uh, me, do me next. <laughs> you. Um, well, one thing I would like, we all know, give my regards to Broad Street is not Paul's best moment. As a movie, the tapes, the missing, the the movie really? is is really bad. If you've lost them, I'll cripple you. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better line. Totally, than some of the lines of that movie. But there are some good points in the movie. If you watch it as a string of videos, it plays much better than if you watch it as. Oh, here you know, we go. He's going to want Eleanor's Dream as a single, <laughs> seven minute single that does nothing for Hey Jude. Yeah. I mean. Well, you got to remember on the LP, it's only a minute. I know, but it works much better on that. By the way, I actually like that segment. I do too. I didn't like Eleanor's the- Dream as a listenable background music is really yes, beautiful. Yes, I agree. Beautiful. But my favorite part of the whole movie the end. is no, is when uh, <laughs> they jam with Dave uh, in the warehouse, Edmonds, Chris Spedding, Ringo. Uh, Jody, I've got her last Jody Watley. Jody Watley. <laughs> Jody Lynn Scott. Lynn Scott. Uh, Linda and Paul. And they all of a sudden, if you're in a coma from realizing how bad this movie is, which, <laughs> which I was in, in the Sunrise Mall movie theater, all of a sudden you see 
Not Such a Bad Boy, Come On. That's a good song. And it's like, damn, this is a good song. And then he goes into No Values, which even makes it better, and, and So Bad's right in the middle. And all of a sudden, you like wake up, you're like, oh, wow. So I would go with Not Such a Bad Boy. I think also it would have helped with the image that Paul, starting with Ebony and Ivory, Mm. And then going uh, with well, Michael Jackson stuff. Even, say, even say, No say. More Lonely Nights, beautiful song. Yeah. Went to number Gorgeous. six in the U.S. Right, right. But, Gorgeous. you know, that's a slow ballad. Right, it's a slow ballad. I think it would, it would help Paul get back to his rock, rock roots and, roll, right. and yeah. remind people that Paul is much a rocker. Even, as a and I think it, the album went platinum. The album sold very well. Right, but... The movie but, did, was out in two weeks. Yeah, That was the thing. But I think you're right. I think if he would have put that out as a second single... Yeah, because he only had one, you know... No More Lonely Nights. Yeah, so... I think that's a good choice. Yeah, so I, I would go with that. And I'm going to pick a second song. And it should have been the fourth single uh, from Tug of War. Mine. It's one of my favorite rockers from Paul. I love the middle part with the horns, ballroom dancing. If this was 1983, 84, instead of 1982 when it came out, because they only did three three singles basically back then in 82 and 81, and that would change with Michael Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, the Huey Lewis, and the News, that would have been the fourth single. And... It would have been better than Tug, tug, of, tug of, War. of War. I, I like Tug of War. Tug I'm of War, sure. I think, went to number 39. Yeah, I mean, it charted. It did yeah, okay. It went top 40. Yeah. But Ballroom Dancing was just a kick ass song. To me, that's just like the song that people forget about. And I, I wish Paul would have done it live somewhere along the line. I mean, given my regards to Broad Street, he, it's sort of a live version because a lot of stuff in there is live. It's, yeah, it's a weird version. Though. But it is weird because he changed the lyrics in it and they <coughs> send it some bits. But those would be my two picks from Paul. Cool. Well, I don't have to go because you totally, you guys both, every night, and ballroom dancing. I'm not kidding. I have it written down every night, wow. ballroom dancing. Wow. That's um, why. What, what were your- Both of your reasonings. I think Tug of War, the album, was his, quote, masterpiece, according to, you know, we talked about it, uh, Rolling Stone. It was on the cover. Right. Paul McCartney's masterpiece. Uh, with Natasha Kinski on the and cover. you know how much I totally disagree with that. No, I know. Yeah. I know. We've, but we've that's, the well, it's, it's no. subjective, so, yeah. but- the three singles were okay, and Tug of War actually had a video. It was a very right. pretty video yeah. of Paul playing the guitar, you know, sitting on a stool. It was very nice. But I do think the album went platinum and was on the charts number one for either one or two weeks. It wasn't on number one for a long time. It went number one and right. went platinum, but it didn't have the longevity of the legs. Right. And I do think if Ballroom Dancing was uh, out and had a video, or even not a video, uh, that this was the MTV age. It just so it, started, yeah. Right, two years, Jeez. one year into it, yeah. So I think if they if they would have done that, I, Rob, I think you're right. I think it would have helped the album yeah. have legs. And plus, it's such a good song. It's just, uh, it's one of those songs, like, Paul forgets sometimes to pick, or whoever picks the singles. Sometimes it's not Paul, or maybe someone whispers in his ear, I don't know. But he sometimes forgets about the rock. You know, the ballads, because yeah. the AC stations will play the ballads, and the rock stations were starting to get away from Paul that during that time. So I think that's part of it. I think if I would have chosen one more i think i would have done from red rose speedway i know there was you know my love right mm. uh, i don't think there was anything else really no, released no. from that i think i might have done big barn you know, as, as big a, barn that would be in a, yeah as a single yeah. just just to keep that yeah. momentum going as rock because again we're going to talk about this in a future episode but another day backseat in my car you know forget about give island back to the mm. irish Mary had a little lamb. My love, right. very, very soft for McCartney. If he comes out with wow, 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 and actually, uh, yeah. again, have, look after Red Rose Speedway, we all know what was coming. Right, yeah. band yeah, on the run, and everything. But I think Big Barn Bed would have really said, "Okay, enough of the soft crap. He's back, and, yeah. and we'll see where to it jump goes." Into Fantasy Island for just one second. There's, there's the idea that you had the aborted Newcastle live album around that time too. So even though the album was shelved. The live version of Big Barn Bed is much more intense and great right. sounding yeah. than the but studio version. But even if you put out the studio, so it would have helped. He had, but yeah, yeah. but I, I would considering, love to Considering, you know, considering he did put out, I think Big Barn Bed opens up yeah, James opens. Paul McCartney. Yeah, yep. yeah, great the version. special. Yeah, great version. Yes, but I mean, right. you opened up the McCartney special with it. With an album And you track. put an album track. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. So maybe that one. Well, maybe Paul liked it and he just couldn't find a way to... Put it out as a single. Right. Maybe that was part of it, too. So we've done McCartney. I think we're going to now go on to John Lennon. 
Okay. But I'm going to start because this way I have a little bit sure. of say because I didn't get any say in that one because you two poopy heads just- You didn't get any say, say, you say know, in that You one. know what? We don't, I'm the main. we don't check before we do the show of what we pick. No, we don't. Well, no, it's true. Uh, but, we, but, but this happens a lot. Where yeah, we well, well, I mean- Great like, minds. Then there's us. Yes. Then, and then there's us. Faces for radio. Then there's more. And then there's then more. Then there's more. Don't do it. Oh, Family guy. <laughs> John Lennon. Now, I'm going to start and say that John Lennon typically- with his albums was one and done, one single problem, with the exception of Walls and Bridges and, of course, Double Fantasy, but right. that was That's different circumstances. Yeah, right. So every album, one and done. It's so weird. But he also put out a lot of singles. Yes. That was, I think, part of, of what... But not, not singles the... that were not on albums. Like, it wasn't well, like... Well, uh, early on. Give yeah, Peace well, of yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking when right. he did albums. Okay, yeah. So, okay. But when it was albums, there was nothing like in the interim that was like, oh, here's something cool for you, like an instant karma. Right. You know, it, it wasn't like that. So, you know, think about it. Every album he did, Mother, right. done. You know, uh, uh, from um, Imagine, I mean, Mind Games. I mean, yeah. it was usually the title except for the Plastic Owner Band. So it, and Walls of Bridges had two because it was whatever gets you through the night, right. number nine dream. So it was weird. So... I actually have three for John. I think off of Mind Games, if he would have put out Tight As, I think that would have been a cool single. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay. That, I would see that as a... No, not yeah. a B-side. Oh, it's, interesting. It's a, it's a cool, it's a nice rock song. I'm trying to think of... Would the, it have gotten past the censors? Even though he In says as t- instead of ass. Right. But I... Th- Tight As. I mean, I know what they mean. Yeah, but yes, but it would have. You think so? Oh, Yeah. I think so. I think the thing about it is, does it fit into the 1973 sound? Oh, yeah. Of what was going on in 73, which was a wide array of. Yes. So, you, so it fits. Yes. Yeah. And really, think about it. That was at the time when there was no uh, oldies in this. So you could hear the Beatles with Carly Simon, with Joan Baez, right. with, the, with America. It didn't matter at that point. So I think Tight Eyes would have been fine. That's number one. I've always said Bless You should have been a single after Number Nine Dream. The only thing is he did have a slower kind of song with Number Nine Dream. Now Bless You is now Bless You is produced totally different than Number Nine Dream. Yeah, it is. I still think in think about it, nineteen seventy four when we did get the soft rock. Right. If you put out Bless You with that beautiful little trumpet solo and Oh my, I think it could have really helped the album. Because the album again, just like we just said for McCartney with Tug of War. The album went to number one. Right. Did well, but it only went to number one, I think, for one week again. So I think it bless you, the single for Number Nine Dream did well, too. Went to number nine. Right. I have a feeling that if uh, Bless You was put out, it would have done well as a single and maybe helped, again, give legs to the album. Right. I love that song. It's such a mature song. And maybe one of his great love songs for Yoko. We know about Woman. We know about Oh Yoko or Dear Yoko. But he's being away from Yoko on this. And it's so... That but it's whole also, middle eight part is just... I think it explains song. John and Yoko's relationship. In but it's lines, funny because it is four lines, whatever. so soft rock. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but, it but really is. But it fits with in with... keyboards. It fits in with everything about, at the time. The, the, yeah, I mean, there is so much, oh, you know, Olivia Newton-John, Roberta it. Flack. Oh, no, you know. no, no, you're right. But it, And it's perfect for the time. No, I right, mean, it was no. perfect. That's why I think if that was a single, but maybe John was embarrassed by it. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's um, a great song. You know, what was the, uh, I'll have to say I love you in a song, you know, I mean, the, yeah, the Jim, Jim, uh, Jim Croce. I mean, that was a little earlier, granted, right. but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of soft, beautiful Yeah, but I think Time in a Bottle was number, it was 7, 1974. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, it's right there, yeah, 73, 74. Yeah, that's right, late yeah. 73. So, yeah. anyway, that could have been, and my third, because I'm, I'm allowed, because I'm the moderator, uh, I think Crippled Inside, or Jealous Guy. Wow. Jealous Guy was not released, but again, it's very soft. I think he might have been- Jealous late, Guy, but, I'm with you. Uh, Crippled Inside, one of my favorite John tracks, but I'm with you with Jealous Guy. I think that would have been a- Gorgeous, gorgeous single. Again, you know, was he looking for that image to be put forth on a single? But everybody, he always has it on every Greatest Hits album. It's an album track. Yeah. So, obviously, Yoko and the estate must think it was, you know, worthy of something. So... Well, also, it was a a single by Roxy Music. 
So. But that's much, True. much, 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 yeah, much, much, much later. Hey, this is a reminder of what the original is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I like John's version is just kick ass over oh, anything. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. those are my uh, three John Lennon potential, I think, missed opportunities and could have helped the album. So, cool choices. Uh, now I'm going to go with uh, Rob Leonard. Well, going backwards my, this time. My first choice would be, I, and I just played it last night on my show, Out the Blue. There you go. That is... One of mine. I was like... One of mine. Not me. You, you start to listen to it, and it's like, damn. Yep. Why was why was this hidden? It's kind of on slow game? and dirgy a little to it's, me. It is, but you know what? It's such a beautiful song. Yeah, but I don't, again, just like you said for me, I don't think he's going for beauty at that point. I think, you know, he still balls to the wall John Lennon because well, he has yeah, a reputation, but, which is why he didn't do stuff like Jealous yeah, but it's, Guy it's and got, Bless You. It's and, got a serious oomph in the break yeah, in the and, and, and it's, it's also, got oomph and it's got dynamics it's got the kind of thing that a single the only thing it doesn't have though Rob which is hard is it doesn't really have a hook no it doesn't it per does. se and, also, and it was one of my choices right so I'm agreeing with you but it's very sexy Sadie but that didn't matter. No, I mean, he Sexy Sadie John, wasn't a single. I know, but John copied from himself all the time. Sure, he did. So but, it's like, la, la, la. Well, there's this other fellow, Ray Davies. I mean, he does that too. You know, I mean, you can, and yeah. he does them on singles, no less. Yeah, but, I know. You know but, but, I, but I think Out of the Blue would be um, one of my choices as a single because, you know, singles are singles. And I have actually two more. Okay. And they're both kind of political because, you know, um, first one, 71. Give me some truth. I don't from, think so. From Imagine. Mm. Um, and and the re- one of the reasons I, I say that is yeah. it was so political from 70 to 71 with so many songs. Ohio charts, you know, from Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Wow, that's true. And, and, and so, and the, the only thing that might hold it back is the phrase about Tricky Dicky and maybe some radio stations being afraid of maybe. Richard Nixon. So that's one thing that maybe prevented it. But, but he's already got such political singles out at that time. Right. I mean, Give Peace a Chance is you know, the ultimate political song, if you think about it. Right. You know? And my third one is also from Mind Games. It's a song that probably should have been on maybe an earlier album, but it just it ends up on Mind Games. Free to People. Bring on Lucy, Free to yeah. People. That has a great middle Anthemic. part. Anthemic. Too. It's yeah. very anthemic, which yeah. is the only reason it would be a single. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why John was very good at writing anthems. You'd have to do an edit. Yeah, a little bit. You'd yeah. have to edit. You'd have to lose the while you're jerking off each other. Yes. That, right. You'd have right. to absolutely lose that. But Steve Miller did it. I mean, everybody does but it. Well, everybody does it, but he, he can't sing about it. Yeah, right. The jerking <laughs> off, no, I, you're right. Idiot. The jerking off part as would have been cut out of the single you know, or re-edited. Funky kicks going down the yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's done. Yeah. Right. So that would be while you're working off each other, right? Exactly. Easily, easily. right? They easily could have done, but that would have been my other choice. Um, John released a lot of singles that weren't on albums per se, and even the singles that were had edits. But would John have gone in and done a re re lyric, re vocal? No. Somehow, I don't think John ever would have done that, no matter what. I don't think. Maybe it would have been a while you're, you know, blanking it, but he never censored himself on on anything like that. No. So I wonder. But maybe they just cut the whole verse, like in yeah. number nine dream right. is a right. the forty five edit on it. Right, right. Cuts the whole verse out. So Yeah, I agree. I I always like that one too. That was yeah. one I would consider. It seems that we're all going are you was that it? That's for you? it of three. It seems we're going really hard on mind games. Yeah, maybe. A lot of potential lost on mind games. Out the Blue is one of mine. The other one for me, you guys probably even know this by now, one of my favorite John Lennon songs, period, of his solo career is I Know I Know. I just always love the you know the beginning. Right, I right. always think of the DJ talking over the beginning, and doing the, the years have passed so quickly. I just think it's perfect. It's very slow though. It's slow, but again, it's but got it, the punch. I know, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it comes and, and in hard. It also hard. has a little bit better riff than out the blue. Yeah, good point about yeah, that. Yeah, it's got it's got a hook that the other one doesn't have. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know, I know, it's a good choice. I like that. And then my third one is Imagine off of Imagine. It's so hard. Is where I would go. But what song are you doing? Nice. Is Again, he did it on the, the Mike Douglas. Right. Again, it's sort of political and just that it's a straightforward, you know, we got to be this way, but it's so hard, you right. know, and, and, and it's a little bit of a leftist, look at this crap we're dealing with type song while not having the direct politics of some of the other stuff. Would it have necessarily been chart worthy as a single? Mm. I don't know. But when you're talking about, you know, 
Led Zeppelin pulling singles, you know, promo singles from the albums, right. you know, Heartbreaker and stuff like that. You know, is it going to get AM radio play a lot? I don't know, but FM radio was huge, and you had suggested tracks, and maybe if it had been pulled as a single, it would have gotten airplay and would have gotten, you know, I don't know how well it would have charted, but that's one that I always think of as a possible single. Okay. So. All right. Well, you know what? We've, uh, we've done two of the Beatles, and we're going to be... Back right after this to talk about what singles George and Ringo should have put out. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to let you know that besides Fab Four Free For All, each of the three of us are involved in our own individual projects. Mitch Axelrod's two books, Beatle Tunes, the only book about the cartoon Beatles show, and Little Billy and Baseball Bob can be found through... All of your good booksellers online, including Amazon.com, or if you'd like autographed copies, contact Mitch on Facebook. And my buddy Rob Leonard has a great Beatles show that he's been doing for 20 years called Beatles Songs, and it's on every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can listen to it online. It's streaming at www.ncc.edu slash WHPC, and also look for it on TuneIn.com. And Tony Truquardo is the host of 4F, free format for free, on WCWP 88.1 on Long Island. He's on every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and also at www.wcwp.org. Also available on TuneIn.com. And we are back, and we are talking about the... Solo singles that should have been. It sounds like Sally Sells. Or could have been. Uh, Or were in another dimension. Well, some of them actually, as we'll get to in this part of the show, some of them actually were in different countries. uh, Oh, so you counted those? Okay. Oh, I didn't count those. Hey, you did Stranglehold. I know. All right, don't remind me. Dope. (laughs) So... Well, you know, I really did cross it with angry. I kept thinking that angry had been the single, but I'm like, I'm laughing at myself because I'm going, I have the nice, I have the damn remix even of Stranglehold. The horns, yeah, no, that's angry. I just forgot all about it. Oh, yeah, right. Angry had the remix. Maybe that's why I thought, whatever. Angry has the 12 inch with the with the horns. With the horns, yeah. I love that. All right, so I am angry. Was I'm angry right now. Shut up. I think it was angry. Was not a single. It was a radio single. It was. It was a promo only radio. That's what threw. Me all off, then there. All right, huh? I still screwed up. So it doesn't you matter. did. Anyway, you know, it's, no good. it's good. It's good. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's uh, go back to right here. Right here. Uh, you know what? We're going to start with Tony on this because we've done Paul and John. So uh, I know what you're going to say, and it's, uh, I'm not going to have anything to say after because I've already saw Rob's list. <laughs> I'm but changing it as I, so you can't copy it. He actually is not. Um, so Tony, why don't we start with the Quiet Beetle? What do you think? He should have released. Yes. For George, I think the singles, for the most part, were excellent choices. I have a little bit of an issue with the 33 and a third, you know, choices, but... Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of singles from 33 and a third and George Harrison. When you looked at it, really, as good an album as it was, and there are moments when I find it and feel like it's a great album, moments when I go, yeah, it's a really good album. All Things Must Pass doesn't have a lot of singles on it, in my opinion, aside from the ones that they pulled. There were two. There were two, yeah. yeah. Um, from lifting material from the world, living in the material world, I think Don't Let Me Wait Too Long was I think we all have that. that, is, that is, that's that's the universal George Harrison missed single opportunity. And the reports that's, were that they actually were planning it, and then... No one knows who, but someone said it's not coming out, and it didn't come out. It should have. Absolutely. It's definitely. I think, Absolutely. I think out of all of this show, that is the one we totally agree with yeah. without question about was anything. was the biggest missed opportunity. Yeah. And uh, you have to wonder why. I mean, it's it's got a sweet, bouncy, yep, it, give me a C, a bouncy yeah. C, as he would say. It's just got a great feel to it. I think it may have... Kind of gone along with because give me love, give me peace on earth was an up right it's, it's, vibe. It, it has a similar feel, yeah, in that strumming that's going absolutely. on, absolutely. And maybe absolutely. that's why they well, this didn't is very beatly though. Yeah, well, this it's also got most... a my sweet lord vibe in this drum too, in a yeah, way. way. Yeah, but this so. is more of a beetle track, so to speak. Yeah, very sure. poppy. Sure, I think he still could have 
maybe he didn't, it was too close to it and he didn't want to go back to the past yet. Because George was very conscious of going anti-Beatle. Yeah, out of all of them. Yes, he took yes. off his Beatle shirt. Yeah. But to me, don't let me wait too long. It's just one of those... If you were to play it to someone who didn't know anything about George Harrison, they would like right. it immediately. Right. It, Fully agree. You would, it's not one of those songs that has Fully to. Agree. you have to hear four or five times before you really like it. You like it on the first listen. On the first go-round. You know, it's just his, his slide playing is great on it. It just has a great feel to it. It's just, I love it's that It's just song. a straightforward pop song. That's yeah. another good reason, too, because George's singles usually had his slide playing. Yeah. And so, it really, you know, I mean... What is life didn't really, but my sweet lord did, right. and give me love did, and don't let me wait. Would have had another slide. Five I'm just to upset it. that what is life only went to like number ten. Mm. I mean, that's a great song. I would have wow. expected that to be right. number one. Yeah, especially in that time. Right, right. I mean, I'm wondering if that was the first single instead of my sweet lord. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Well, we have a different show about that. Let's go. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, and for me, the other one. And again, I'm talking about not having a lot of singles from All Things Must Pass. Go ahead. But it was really hard. To, I was thinking, what other George opportunity was missed? And there really, aside from the studio version, was no, there was no single from the concert for Bangladesh. There was the single Bangladesh, but, and I love the live version of Awaiting on You All. But he, I love but, it. Yeah, but you're already past... All Things Must Pass. You're past All Things Must Pass, but would you have done a single just to plug the event? No. To plug the album? No. I Maybe think, more money. Yeah, for, I think for more the money. Cause. Yeah. More if, money for if the If anything, cause. I think it would be... Wawa? No. Honestly, maybe Beware of Darkness, because it has Leon Russell. Not all yeah, George. Yeah, but it's it's. I'm sloppy, not saying it's... Uh, a lot of that album is sloppy. sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, do you do Jumping Jack Flash, or... Well, it wouldn't have been a George single. Uh, but, well, that would have been yeah, but that too, long. Still too long. Promo- yeah. But it's still promoting. Well, you could have done a fade. And yeah, a radio true. edit. You could have done a fade, a radio edit. But that's, also, that's true. If you're going to just do it for the sake of raising money for the cause, then you don't put you're probably out. right. It's jumping you know, Jack Flash. You know something? I never thought of you're right. why there wasn't a single from the concert of Bangladesh. I, I just think it was it was too much. Probably uh, at that time, the business got in the, the biz- way. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah, I just have a feeling just business-wise, it was probably a nightmare. Too much to try to get Too much accounting and, yeah. and rights right. and, you know, all the... Because I think, obviously, any artists that were on other labels had to get a pass mm. to do the album. And then who gets the single and what label and blah, blah, blah. blah what a mess. Well, the, you know, and the, the th- money. The, and, the thing about the song Bangladesh, if it was done in the 80s and, and beyond... Uh, you would have guest vocals. Oh, absolutely! On it. it wouldn't just yeah. be George Harrison. It would have been be, Phil Collins. Uh, well, you know, Phil Collins. He was everywhere. He was he everywhere. Was everywhere yeah. But you know, if maybe it was a charity. Maybe you get like you know, you know a bunch of George's here. friends coming in <laughs> and Phil doing a line. Now. You know, you I'm get here. Leon Russell and you get Dylan if he was able sure. to show up. Sure, that's a hug. It's a hug. That's, that's good it for me. Uh, where about you, Rob? Robert. For George Harrison, "Don't Let Me Wait Too Long" is like I said, is our universal choice. I don't think it was on Universal. Now no, it is. No, now it is, but <laughs> Universal is. owns it. Uh, um, sorry. I've always been surprised that no one's covered that song. Don't let me wait too long. Oh, I'm not. Yes. I heard Ronnie Spector. Sam was. Brown could have done a nice version of that. Yeah, she can't sing anymore. I was reading a, on a website. She sometimes to a voice. Maybe Vicky Whoa, Brown. That's yeah, heavy. I, I was, I was, I'm reading this because wow. that was one of my favorite parts of Concert for Georgia. Yeah. All right, we're digressing. Anyway. Sam right. Brown comes wow. out. Okay. Um, my other choice, you talk about all things must pass. All things must pass. No. I don't think that's a good choice. Too slow and dirty, especially at that time. I think... It's interesting. If you're putting out a single, you put out a a waiting on you all. I I, I think... And I think maybe George does it just to say, hey, guys, we remember when we tried to record this? Well, that's, guess, where I, that's where I went with the whole, you know, Paul pulling songs from right. the first solo album. Unless you, do, the well, unless you do Wawa, because it's got that great riff in the beginning. Yeah, but, I, you know, all things says. And my third one, from 33 and a third, Beautiful Girl. Yep. God, I, I love that song. It, it would oh. be a different song oh. for George. See, um, now that, again, that would have been my choice versus True Love. The yeah, third single, yeah, yeah. as a third single, Which, would have been Beautiful Britain. Girl. That was only in Great right. Britain. Right, but Beautiful Girl would have absolutely yeah. been my choice. So, third uh, single and True Love didn't even chart no, anywhere, no. even in Great Britain. Right. They, they did have a nice video. Great yeah, video. Great version. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. So that would be my three. Beautiful Girl special, I think. It just has that, 
feel and you get Billy Preston's piano playing on it. It just works very well. Yeah. Now I'm going to actually go in a different direction because um, you guys took my Don't wait, Let Me Wait Too Long, which is the obvious choice. Hear me out on this. There were a lot of singles that I agree with, and you know they didn't always do well for George, but I think from Extra Texture, because he had this guitar and then nothing else really, I don't, I don't well, believe it. He didn't. Oh, he had you. You. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm thinking Dark Horse. I, I'm, sitting here just, I'm just sitting here with the thought bubble of my head going, you. Tony's least favorite right. song in the whole you world. Was, right. I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to jump in. I was going to begin to, you. That's, no, no, that's no. That's exactly what I think a third for. single off of Extra Texture. And I know you're going to say, are you kidding? But think about the time frame we're talking about, 1975. Mm-hmm. I really think Harry's on tour could have been a single. You're driving down the road, you're listening to it. This is George Harrison's. Harry's I on mean, tour was on Dark Horse. Yeah. Well, then I meant from Dark Horse because Dark Horse was the only <laughs> single from Dark Horse. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm thinking because I just got the apple box. I'm just going, you know, they're all blending together into mashed apples, applesauce. But, sorry. Well, that was the source of the. Uh, no, um, it's a dark sauce. But Dark Horse was first, and I think there was nothing else off Dark Horse. No. Can you imagine another single off that from all that garbage no. uh, stuff? So I think if Harry's well, on tour, could have been shady. No, no, no. So sad. Could've so been. sad. Could've Actually, been. no, he's right. But so I'm, sad. I'm so still sad. going with Harry's on tour. I love the way well, that feels. And I have to agree with you because of the instrumentals that right. were farting around at the time. Everybody was, had it out. I mean, there were a lot not, of instrumental. Not that they were bold enough to be in that period. Yeah, I think you could have put Harry's on tour out, and it would have been really cool. You know what would have killed it? The title. Harry's on tour? Yeah. Well, if you put it out while he was actually the on title. tour. I don't know. <laughs> if you called it, I don't know what, Rishikesh. I mean, I don't know. If you called it something random, you know, it might. But the Harry's on tour, I think, might have killed it as a. Maybe, but I think know. it would have been kind of cool to be. Yeah. And here's the latest from George Harrison. And you're not going to hear him, but you're hearing him. And then you get that great instrument. It's a very good instrumental track. Okay, yeah. it's fun. That's I cool. Can, I can I can see that. But as I do. A I I was saying simply shitty, but no. So sad is your yeah, is that's, that's your other single. I think too. Yeah. Maybe that's a cool one. Maybe. But anyway. Uh, now right. uh, let let's go to Bongo Bongo, and I'm gonna go first. Ha ha. Because we're going backwards and forwards and forwards yeah. and backwards. For Ringo, it's very tough. It really is. All right, I've got three. I really do think. I know it was released in the UK, but I think if Snookeroo was released here. Absolutely. I mean, Goodnight Vienna did well as an album. All right. And it got very favorable reviews. Goodnight Vienna, I mean, the first single was Only You, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. And it went to number six, I believe. Right, yes. So after that. And then they did Goodnight Vienna and they did an edit of the two. Yeah, but parts. I don't think I don't think Goodnight Vienna was actually released as a single. Sure it was. Sure it was. Yeah, it was back with the uh, Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee, right, yeah. right, right, And it right, also right, had that right. special edit that was only available on the 45. I still think if they would have put out Snookeroo in the States, well, it was in the UK. If it was in the States, I think it would have added First of all, it would, have it would have ridden the Elton John bandwagon. Right. Because right. uh-huh. it would have been promoted that way. Yeah, written by Elton John, Elton on piano. Here's Ringo. So here's Ringo Starr. And, and that's a balls-to-the-wall single. I mean, Totally. Balls-to-the-wall song. It'd be and again, that's on Ringo's photograph. Yeah. And why, why didn't they put it out then? They, yeah. they obviously like it now. Well, I, I think maybe the reason was, and just John had did it with whatever gets you through the night. Uh, what do we just have to ha- you know, hook up to Elton John to get a hit? That maybe that's the thing, and then if you if you're gonna promote that Elton John's on it, like then the, we you know then we would come back was, in and have Elton cu- you know cut some lines with the song. Yeah. Know, I mean, they were probably cutting lines. lines. Oh, I'm but, sorry, yeah. wrong phrase, wrong, wrong phrase. <laughs> you know, uh, cut some vocals. No, vocals. no, 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 because no, Elton no. John, don't forget 1974. What did Elton John have? Lucy in the Sky guys? with Diamonds. Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> that was 75. No, yeah. it was 74. You're 74. Right. Thank you. I'm sorry. Lucy in the Sky yeah. with Diamonds. So they could have rode that wave. But you know what? And it was right before Bad Blood with Neil Sedaka. Right. And, you know, so, so yeah. Elton yeah, was, maybe. And, and Snookeroo. But you know what it would have been? It would have been, hey, you know, there's some re, re, you know, rumors that the Beatles will be reuniting with Elton John on piano. Because if you put out two singles, one with Elton and, and Ringo, one with Elton and John, soon enough there would have been. That would have been nice. And then Elton John thing. teamed up with Paul and you got Little Genie. No. <laughs> Very nice. A Very total nice. non-rock song. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. That's funny. Uh, or Mama Can't Mama uh, And anyway, uh, the other two I have are from an album that is so freaking underrated. The Time Takes Time. Uh, I know Which don't track, go- though? What? 
What track, though? I'm going to say two of them, you dopey. Okay. One, were, one was released in Germany only. So, yeah, the Germans only got it. Which one? With the Justin Bieber monkey. Um, I like the Ringo album very much. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I think Don't Go Where the Road Don't Go would have done well here. Don't Go Where the Road Don't Go was, that's right, that wasn't a single. Yeah. That, wow, I forgot that but one completely. But he did completely. do it on his tour. Yes, he that's did. What, but that's what got me, because only he was in Germany, always doing dude. it on the tour and only in Germany. I was under the impression that was a single. No. Uh, no, he, he's right. Only Wow. And if you wanted, at that point, if you really wanted to pull like a nice little sappy song in a heartbeat. Yes. Yeah. A beautiful, beautiful song. And yeah, I doubt. think it would have been, he sang it well. Uh, I think it would have done well for him. So I think uh, those are my bongo choices. Nice. Uh, Mr. Leonard? The first one is from Old Wave, which unfortunately... There you go. She's a bowel mover? (laughs) Nice. Well, Old Wave was only released in Germany, Canada, 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 and the island of Togo. Uh, It was not released in Great Britain and the United States. Where they put out the single Don't Go Where the Road Togo. Don't go. Um, But there actually was a single in Germany of In My Car. Now, I'm not picking that song, though I thought it would have been a great comeback rocking song for, totally. for Ringo. Totally. And his version, um, which I think is actually better than Joe Walsh, because Joe Walsh co-writes yeah. it. Yeah. And he did his own version on one of his solo albums. Yeah. But Ringo's, and with Joe Walsh and the rest of the guys. It's great. It's it dead on, butt. man. It, it kicks, kicks butt. butt. It just, it's a great rock song you wish he would do live. Because I think people would say, oh, what the hell is that? Yeah. You know, we don't I need act natural. I still think she's a bowel mover. Nice. Oh, well. Yeah, that's, that's a good song, else. actually. But there's another song from Old Wave. You're talking Get about out. the cover of She's About a Mover, originally done by the Sir, Sir Douglas, Douglas Quintet. Quintet. Okay. I'm sorry. But another song from Old Wave is a song called Alibi. Oh, yeah. Which, mm. you know, we've, we've talked about Ringo and the countryside of Ringo. This, yeah. to me could have easily been promoted, and this is the time to do it, because Ringo was in the middle of flopping a little bit. Uh, this would have well, been yeah. a way to move him to country very easily. At, uh, yes, but again, would it have been a deceitful single? In other words, if you put that out as a single and push people to off of Ringo's new album, Old Wave, what is it new deceitful? Album? But what new album? Well, that's the thing. There's oh, nothing. I see what you mean. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you would you're have right. to get... You'd have to put that as a single first, and hopefully it sells. And then you put the album out. And then say, oh, look, we have a new album from Ringo. That sounds nothing like the single. Well, nothing like anything. Then again, you know, think about um, Chaos and Creation in the Backyard. Fine Line sounds nothing like the rest of the album. Good point. That's true. So, you you know, you you can fit in there. Good point. Yeah, you put the commercial track that doesn't sound like anything else. Yeah. So those are my two Ringo songs, um, and I think those would have been good singles, I think, you know. Yeah, what are you going to pick? You know what I'd like to have seen? It was never released in the States, at least. A Mouse Like Me. He did Aww. it as a man like me <laughs> on, what was it, Ringo the Fourth? Yeah. Which was horrible. But A Mouse Like Me was, was a nice little Scouse thing. the Mouse? Scouse yeah. the Mouse. Yeah, but it would have been it would have been a novelty track. Though. Yeah, Nobody but... Nobody would have gotten it. Yeah, me. I know, but I, that's such a... It's interesting how it sounds good as A Mouse Like Me, but as a man like me, it's like, it oh my work. God. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. What the hell is this? That's crap? funny. Okay. You know I like what? I, I will say one thing. I think I'm going to change one of them. I'm not change it, but I'm going to add. I've said it before on the review of the show, but I think, uh, you know, they had racked my brain from Stop and Smell the Roses. Right, right. I still think if you would have put out the Stephen Stills, you've got a nice way. Nice song. Nice song for mm. a single. Yeah, but I don't know if it would have worked as a single, As a to be single, honest. I'm not sure either. It's, At that it, time, it would have been an anomaly on the charts. I think so. Everything Ringo's was an humble well, true. But you do wish that Stephen Stills and Ringo can do something again because they do have a good way of working together. Yeah. And now they you. Do. They have a nice way. Mr. T. For me, I one confusing one only because it's a favorite song. I don't know what you would do with one of the lyrics even at the time. I just don't know whether or not it would have flown as a single. But from the Ringo album, as if we needed another single. Well, they had three successful singles, and then the album Goodnight Vienna came out. Right. Um, so he did have legs to that album. Yeah, absolutely. But to me, it's just especially for the beginning and doing it on radio is Devil Woman. You know. Well, that was a B-side, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I mean, I would have made that an A. I don't know. Like I say, I always say that it's weird, the whole I want to beat you up and then I want to be kind. That's a little... That might have been a little strange coming out in 73. No, I well, think 73, it would have been perfect. Now you couldn't do it. Well, you, now you couldn't do it. But back then in the middle of the women's movement, 
maybe not a great idea for Ringo to do that, maybe, per se. Yes, you could get away with it back then, but it might not have been a wonderful thing for Ringo to do. Great rocking track, though. Great friggin' rocking track. And then you get the, a song with the same title a year or so later by Cliff Richard, year and a half right, later. Right. The other one for me, hands down, one of my favorite tracks of the later Ringo stuff, from Ringo Rama, Memphis in Your Mind. It's love a good it. one. I love it. It's poppy. It's just got a, I got a fun vibe to it. And I just think it could have been a fun promo opportunity. There could have been neat little video, you know, a little Memphis in your mind. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Roy Orbison's growl is on it. Yes. And you could have, like, you know, he was dead by then, but you can have him, you know, uh, some sort of picture of him. Propped up on a chair. Yeah. Weekend at Roy's. (laughs) Weekend at Roy's. But that's a a good choice, Memphis in my mind. Yeah, I like it. So anyway, so those are mine. Oh, nice. So I think, uh, what are yours? I, I know you, you're all out there going, come on, you forgot, blah, 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 and blah, yeah, blah, blah. But we're blah. only doing like two or three each. It's how I know, 20. but you know, and it's, it's funny, there are some albums I didn't even look at because they had three singles like Ringo. Yes, so I exactly. said, you know what, I'm not going to, that doesn't yeah, exactly. need legs. It's got. No, but I just thought, you know, again, had it been another time and place, maybe that, and it wasn't off of an album that was so powerful. No, I, I, I agree yeah. with it, right, but I'm just saying, you know, at some point in the industry is going, all right, you can't have another single. Yeah. Later on in the 80s, they built albums that had three, yeah. four, five singles yeah. like, like Thriller, Michael sports, Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Bad Out of Hell. Um, I mean, I think, yeah. I Bad Out of Hell. No, 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 it, it, had, it four. had four. Because the, the, they actually had to write a song but called That Theme for the B side of one. So. Didn't Genesis also have an album, I think, with Visible Touch? Invisible with like three Touch, or four. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. anyway, that. The one in the USA, too. Well, yeah. But, yeah. So that is our, our look at Solo Beatles singles that should, could, would have been. What are your choices? I know you're going to tell us, and as soon as you hear this, uh, you're going to start writing to us. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Fab Four Free for All. You know where to find us, Fab, the number four, free, the number four, all at AOL.com, Facebook page, and all those other good places. So for Fab Four Free for All, because, you know, it's getting late, we have to go to sleep. This has been your moderator, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me, as they always are, are... Rob Leonard and Tony Trigardo. And we will be going solo soon. So we'll see you later. No, we're not. Don't say that. I'm kidding around. We'll see no, you later. No, we could put out solo albums and then just get, you know, and get back together and do the band stuff. In fact, no, I'll invite you guys to come and play on my solo album. Yeah, we'll fail like and, Kiss. You know, <laughs> you know what we're going to do? We're going to do, we, we could also just do solo shows and then all come back no, and, we don't do that. and then never get we, back. We, so here we go. Why don't we just stick with having solo microphones? Mm. We'll do that. We'll each have our own microphone. There you go. Solo microphones, folks. So we're going to go now. See you later. <laughs> Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate available on its debut album, Digital Retro, and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free-For-All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free-For-All. My friend came to me with sadness in his eyes. Oh, I'm looking forward to things we said today by Bob. Do me the things we said today. <laughs> All right, we digress. <laughs> we digress. Sorry. Sounds like okay. Cookie Monster doing it. <laughs> nice. Cookie. Please <laughs> tell me. I'm just said today, cookie. cookies. <laughs> All right. So, well, cookies relates to the Beatles. That's John true. Because John said it. John's cookie. cookie Monster impersonation. Is that it for you? And Chains was 